Dicks out for hot boy summer. Let's all get vaccinated and masturbated. Head over to myturn.gov and find out how you can get your vaccine. This is not an official endorsement. This is just me telling you how to get yourself vaccinated and we can all go partying again. As always, you can head to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod. Kick us some money for beer and we will drink that beer. That is the Valley Boys Foundation. Uh, this week's donators are Janet, Shitty Janet, who came back with three beers. Thanks a lot. Shitty Brian. Shitty Kevin, Shitty Darcy, Shitty Miguel, Shitty Jordan, and Shitty Justin. Welcome to episode I Don't Give a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Join with me is my assistant, Brandon Collins. Brandon, let's get this shit over with. How you doing, buddy? Oh, doing a hell of a lot better now that I fucking took a Dave Weasel before we started. You took a, you took a Dave Weasel? I thought that was a Joe Biden. No, 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 no. I took a Dave Weasel on the side of the garage. Joe Biden's number two, but... It all ends up in the same place where you guys belong together. In the toilet, huh? Or in your case, yeah. I feel like your whole backyard is, in fact, a toilet. And I say that in, the ni- in a nice way. I just posted it on Instagram, a video of you peeing. And you have a, a an old discarded microfo- or microphone, microwave on the side of the building. Yeah. That's How long a- is that going to be here for? Uh, it's, it's just to fucking yeah, scare away the, uh, you know, the, the, the riffraff. You know, they step into a yard with that, but. Uh, don't don't worry about that. We'll, we'll we'll take care of that later. But uh, so other than that, you're doing pretty good. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like hell of a lot better than you, man. Like you uh, you just fucking got a uh, black woman fired from Lyft. Uh, OK, you, you don't you don't need to make it about race. It's not a, it's not a racial thing. What? <laughs> and it's, you don't need to say, oh, you got a black woman fired. from. Listen, I, OK, I guess we're just going to start off with this shit uh, on Monday, a couple two days ago. I was on my way to Ryan Talmo's. Uh, he's got this uh, free blockbuster outside of Corbin Bowl on Ventura Boulevard in Tarzana. Uh, there, he also does like an open mic type thing. You, you you stop by with a free movie. You put it in the little bin and you go up on, on the quote unquote stage and you rip it. It was a great time. We were all there. We're slamming white claws on the street. It was fucking awesome. Anyways. Jesus fucking Christ, L.A. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I was drinking IPAs, but you know. On the way there, I live very close to it, but the, the person that picked me up, I was sitting in the back, minding biz, okay, checking out Instagram, whatever, like innocuous shit. Yeah, like you would. Right. And she and she said to me, just so you know, it's illegal to hack someone's phone. And I was I didn't even I didn't even interpret it as an accusation. I was like, Yeah, that's that seems about right. So was she playing like old Alex Jones episodes and shit on the way there or what? You would think, right? But no. <laughs> no, this woman was, um, as you decide to already point out, uh, but she was in her, like, if I had to guess, late 50s. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She was, uh, I didn't interpret it as an accusation, like I said, but then she was saying, yeah, so you better not do that type of type of thing and i was like okay well don't worry i'm just looking at instagram see like there's nothing going on here and she's like that's fine uh whenever it happens i just report it to lyft and i report it to the feds well dave why the were feds what does that even mean why, why were you trying to hack that nice black woman's phone dave Let's stop mentioning her race for starters and uh i wasn't i wasn't hacking her phone from my phone what the fuck man like, I could understand if I was back there with a tinfoil hat and, like, a, a laptop, you know, just sit. No. I, I don't know why people think I am tech savvy. The, actually, there's been a few times because I, nothing about me says I look like I, ha- I even have more than a dollar. 
Like the fact that I haven't made a dollar in the last year, I, I, I look like that. Except when I'm with when I'm with my girl, you know, she's tallish, slender, uh, gorgeous, and well endowed, you know, naturally. And then there's me. People see us together and they think, oh, this guy, he looks like a, a, a pig that fucked a frog and that baby fucked a Canadian. And that's me. <laughs> and, you know, walking around like I desperately need a haircut and haven't changed my clothes in two days. They're like, oh, he works in tech. I feel like he's got money. That's that's their relationship. That's what that's how it goes in L.A. and Orange County. So whatever. Uh, but anyway, she said that she's going to report me to the feds. And I was just like, all right. Other than that, very nice lady. Other than that, good driver. Dropped me off. Was polite. Kind of relieved. I thought I was going to get taken to an abduction site there for a second. But I get out, and, and I make the report to Lyft right away, trying to, get a, uh, trying to get ahead of her report. Because Lyft, I don't know if you know this, they ban people for no reason. I'm sure even me telling this story will get me banned. It sounds like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm and your Larry David. <laughs> I hate when people say that. <laughs> This is not the first time in my life where, where it's happened, but well, yes, this this could... Well, you're both part of the tribe. This could very well be that. Um, but, so anyways, I make the report. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I don't think anything of it. I, I drink with the boys. I go up on the fucking street doing stand-up, you know? <laughs> uh, and and then uh, I, I get this notification from Lyft saying, we'd like to call you right now. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, so just so you know, we deactivated this driver's account. And I, and I was like, no, 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 I, I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to get ahead of her report so you don't ban me thinking I'm hacking people's phone. And they said, well, you know, you went and posted it on social media. So I'm like, fuck, they knew about that. <laughs> this is like, definitely curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> Stop saying that, man. <laughs> okay, it, it's happened to me before where I pulled a Larry David, quote, unquote. There was this girl, she was asleep and she farted. And... <laughs> I went out for a cigarette and I came back and it was just fart city in the room. So I woke her up and she's like, what? I'm like, you farted. <laughs> and it's, she's like, oh, you're the one who wanted to eat taco dip at 10 p.m. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so when I, I told someone that story and they're like, that's the most Larry David thing that could happen. <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? Anyways, anyways, Lyft, please don't ban my account. And please reinstate this woman as a driver. She's a good driver. She just needs to cool it on the fucking crazy shit a little bit. I, I didn't actually feel like I was in danger or anything. So I feel very bad taking this person's job away from them. But at the same time, you don't, you don't want to be accused of that kind of crazy shit in today's world. You know? Yeah. I, well, fuck. I know. Like I, I, had, I had someone fucking barreling down my shit on Twitter the other day. So I, I, I make a very innocuous joke on Twitter that, you know, if you see someone on uh, 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 posting on Tinder and there's like two people in the picture, odds of the girl being the hot one are zero percent. And which is accurate. That's accurate for guys too. anybody. Right. Yeah. So it's more of like a, a social thing, you know, the stupid shit that people do on. You know, on I, I said I was six or four. There you go. Like, well, any, anyhow, so. God damn it, if there ain't a fucking, like, feminist on Twitter that wasn't busy fucking going after yeah, the, okay. the actual patriarchy, had to stop for a second and uh, go through my timeline to find a picture of me that, which you'll find all sorts of fucking gnarly pictures of me anyways, and like, oh, this guy looks like a fucking uh, crack store, dime, barrel, whatever, you know, on... Uh, I can't refi it was something fucking stupid. It was the lamest insult that you could go with. You know, it's like right off a of Tumblr, you know. She commented on your looks. Yeah, the, the fucking Tumblr manifesto. Um 
And I'm like, okay, well, shit's on, bitch. And so oh, I said, oh, look, the uh, I'm uh, I only take headshots because I actually weigh 300 pounds and try to catfish guys on the Internet. Contingency has spoken up about this. That's fucking cool, man. And, and that was that was what was going on with her. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, I mean, like the the the, the Twitter the Twitter. Pic- I didn't even have to go to her profile, like just her picture right there. Um, it like said it all. And, but that's the thing. She got pissed off about the original joke in the first place, even though it wasn't even directed at her, but she took it personally, got butthurt about it. Wasn't directed towards her, but bitch, if the shoe fits, wear it. And then of course my response, which was appropriate. I responded in kind, but not kindly. (laughs) Uh, I got the, uh, the, the fucking Tumblr army coming after me and, um, stupid shit. You know, here's the incel, Here's what, you know, whatever, right? Accurate shit about you. Jesus, fuck you, Dave. God damn it. You're supposed to be on my side here. Calm down, incel. All right. Hey! Don't direct your male rage at me just (laughs) because you have to pay to have sex. You son of a bitch. See, if they knew that, if they knew that you have to pay to have sex, they obviously don't listen to the podcast, but... Right, I'm empowering sex workers, right? your first time listening, Brandon likes to have (laughs) sex with prostitutes. I've said that eight times in a row. Continue. Yeah. And so it was just the most generic shit ever. Yeah. Oh, we found the incel. Well, why don't you just admit that you hate women? The best part of that was like these women, you go in their bios and they all have themselves listed as comedians. Granted, there's like a million fucking hashtags because hashtags on Twitter equal actual change in the real world. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't a goddamn thing funny about any of this shit. You know, it's just like the cookie cutter, whatever you would expect to find on, on Tumblr response to it. Right. It's ironic when someone calls himself a comedian and then says the most generic comebacks. Uh, but that's that's all it takes in today's world to be a comedian is update your Twitter bio to say that. And that's it. You're a comedian now. Yeah, fucking apparently. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, so the thing with that is, number one, your joke. Y- you you made that joke about women. That's how it was interpreted by these women or people, anybody that was insulted by it. When really you're. To, to me, anyways, you're pointing out the superficiality of online dating and, and people in general. So because if you had said um, the odds of, uh, of the man being the hot one in a two person picture on Twitter, t- uh, Tinder are zero percent, it would also be accurate or there's already shit like that about men. It's like, oh, when he says he's 5'11", he means 5'9". That kind of shit. And it's true and it's funny and it's harmless. It's not. Uh, meant to be sexist or whatever right and, and see and, that, and that's what uh these uh you know feminazi broads that were coming after me were they were making feminazi that point broads. Okay. they were making that point but like unironically like they they were like oh well you wouldn't even be the hottest person in a group photo it's like well, right no, no shit again have you seen what i post on twitter and instagram like <laughs> okay so they're they're fighting the fire with fire and then you're responding with even more fire i get it um but that's the thing with with people online is they're fucking insane. Facebook, something I've abandoned years ago, uh, they they recently updated their how like their whole algorithm, their everything about that site. If you have a page, which I do, I don't have a profile, I have a page. And if you got one of them little blue checkies, they let you operate as though you are a regular profile. So uh, whenever I, I I comment on something, it it shows up as my page. So I've been doing that, you know, doing a little bit of trolling here and there, throwing sure. some shit out in the world. Uh, Ben Carson had some crazy shit about guns, as always. And I said, all I said (laughs) was you believe in guns, but not dinosaurs. And then the wrath, the the fucking 
wrath of people coming out saying, uh, you know, you sh you can't talk like that. This is America, you know, and like, how dare you insult all Christians that way? And I, I'm not insulting. Carson said some crazy shit about dinosaurs. That's all I'm pointing out. Well, and, seeing like your thing was even more like direct, like to Ben Carson, not like, right. hey, all you stupid Christians. Like, and everyone's taking it personally. They're like, you can't paint all Christians that way. And then um, and again, if the shoe fits. Exactly. Yeah. Even if nothing else fits for some of these people. But the, <laughs> this one woman, like everyone on Facebook is like 60 years old and can doesn't know how to op. Like you can tell by what they say that they struggled with the keyboard. Yes. And this one woman said, no one likes your Facebook rants. Like if you if you really feel that strongly about Christians, just put it. In a, and I was like, my favorite thing to say to these like far right people is, hey, man, this is a free country. If you don't like it, you hate America that much. Why don't you just get out? And I say that ironically, of course, but that makes their fucking head explode. And then when they find out I'm foreign, they come at me with all kinds of crazy shit. Like this one dude, he's in my inbox. His, uh, I'll, I'll find it here and I'll say his fucking name. Uh, he's he's coming at me, calling me the F A G O T. He's saying that he's like, "You wear a mask, you sheep fuck. I got a fake vaccination card. I make more money than you." And and it 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 just blows my mind that people get that upset over something like like uh, oh, you believe in guns but not dinosaurs. Well, this dude's name is Drake Gaston from Katy, Texas, and man, he's dropping all kinds of like hate crime words on me. Um, but that is also the nature of the beast. I'm I'm kind of trolling. I'm doing my shit, saying funny shit, and people are coming at me hard. I did the same thing on, on Sebastian's page, you know, very, very famous comedian. And he, he posted a picture of him and a, and a little girl on, I think it was his daughter, on a, on a quad, a four-wheeler. And I very, very sarcastically said, hey, who needs a helmet when you're not wearing a mask? <laughs> Meaning not wearing a mask protects you. Right? And and everybody from all sides came at me. Oh, only, God. only a small percentage of people understood it was a joke. Not You don't have to think it's funny. That's fine. But, man, so many angry people. So, yeah, I just left Facebook alone. Like, for... Uh like in conclusion, if you go on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the fuck you're on, and you're you're on a comedian's page or someone who has a bunch of ridiculous fucking shit posted, just realize where you're at first before fucking commenting. Like just read the fucking room. I understand like it's printed word, typed, whatever. It, you know, but for the love of fuck, man, just take five seconds to realize where the fuck you're at. Yeah, exactly. I mean Facebook is the worst out of all of them, believe it or not. You think tw Twitter's a cesspool because it's all anonymous. Facebook is, it has more people on it. Yeah. But they're just as fucking stupid. They're just not as angry. But to me, that's worse. I, they're not the absolute worst of humanity. They're just, yeah, they're, they're just stupid. But you know where you will find the worst of humanity? Up hmm. next on Florida, California, <laughs> or <laughs> Canada, man. Dave, are you ready to play this week? Yes. Explain the rules very quick for the first-time listeners. We've been getting a lot of new newbies coming in. Welcome. Yeah, thank you to the for coming to the shit show and hanging around. What so, terrible taste you have in podcasts. You could be doing anything with your life right now, and you're listening to this. Ugh. <laughs> Pull your shit together. 
All right, so the rules for this game are extremely simple. I'm going to read out three headlines. Dave over here has to guess whether that individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. Uh, none of this uh, is a process of elimination. Any of these hooligans can pop up anywhere in the game again. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes, sir. All right, let's go with uh, headline number one. Officials warn drivers not to let moose lick their cars. Is that Florida, California, or Canada? I mean, it sounds like Canada. However, there are a bunch of big-ass moose in Alaska. So, which Alaska's is sort of America. Which is not Florida, California, or Canada. So, you're off to a rocky start, buddy. Uh, you, Fuck. You're, you're moving out. I'm off to the Rocky Mountains, which is in Canada. <laughs> um, officials... I feel like that's Canadian because an official in Florida wouldn't say that. Yeah, California, I, is there even a big moose population in California? Yeah, maybe northern. I doubt it, dude. I don't think it's a big enough thing. They have, like, elk and dumb shit up there. <laughs> you know, those dipshit mini moose. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Canada. Thunder Bay, Ontario. Uh, No, no, it's uh, actually towards the other, uh, other side of the country. Uh, Jasper, Alberta. Okay, but Canada. So, yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah. Nice. I was conceived right near Jasper. Jesus fucking Christ. Did uh, <laughs> did, did uh, your mom and dad uh, lick the salt off the cars or what? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they got all hopped up on the salt. No, yeah, I said a pig fucked a frog. No, it was a man <laughs> fucked a moose. Sorry, mom. Uh, see, I knew it. I've been accusing you of being a moose fucker forever. You come from a long line of moose it's fuckers. It's not me. It's my dad. My dad's technically the moose fucker. I did nothing wrong. You'll have Sorry, your dad. day. All right, moving on, divorced, to okay. <laughs> moving on to headline number two. Man on motorized scooter exposes himself to shoppers at Walmart. Was that Florida, California, or Canada? Fuck yeah. I mean, if he's on a motorized scooter, Florida. I mean, and at Walmart too. But, like, he's ex he's just flashing ween? He's poking peck? What's he doing? Uh, Yeah, so he's on a, yeah, just, I mean, it's motorized a very simple scooter. story. Motorized scooter at Walmart. In Walmart? Yeah, in Walmart. So apparently nice. this guy like had a hole in his pants. He came prepared for this shit, and then uh, you know would like make sure that people you know got an eyeful of it. And then he would just start pulling putt in front of him, I guess. Oh, he was baiting. Well, it, well, he was grabbing it and touching it, and playing with himself. Oh, like nice. he he made sure that people knew he was. Because uh, I feel like in Florida, everyone there is wearing sweatpants with holes in them anyway. You know, and if some guy's got some dong hanging out, hanging brain. Like, they can't really hold that against him. That's every third person, you know? And the fact yeah. that he's in a motorized scooter, you're like, oh, okay, it doesn't even work anyway. Um, I Yeah, Florida. Like yeah. Jacksonville or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was some bullshit town called Chiefland or something like that in, uh, in Florida. 80-year-old guy. Uh, a shout out, to, uh, shout out to that guy. Uh, always stay young. It's always the 80-year-old dudes. Well, th that's the thing with a man is, like, uh, you'll, you'll have, like, these old, old-ass men that are like almost in the grave, you know, and they're still like dreaming about the hot young nurse, you know, and they'll say crazy shit to them. Yeah, yeah, they they basically turn into uh, fucking shit. Herbert from Family Guy. Right, yeah, yeah, grabbing ass, and they have to be like, oh, you know, Mister Brandon Collins, can you can you not do that? And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> super old, I don't know I'm what I'm doing. <laughs> I thought you were one of the prostitutes from my youth, and and you get away with that because that that shit never goes away with guys. No, you know? well, and, and, you know, like when you're 80 years old, it, it's somehow harmless and funny, you know, because what's the guy? He's on a scooter. What the fuck's he going to do? You know, exactly. It's not like he could. I mean, it's it's still shitty. Don't get me wrong. It's it's terrible. But uh, yeah, what's he going to do? Yeah. Terribly funny. All right. Now, moving on to our last headline of the evening. 
Man accused of propping up dead wife for kids on Christmas is convicted of murder. Did that happen in Florida, California, or Canada? All right. So so first of all, he's convicted of murder. So not even convicted of like, because there are certain crimes where you can't really fuck with a corpse as it is. No. So the the gist of the story here is that he uh, killed his wife. And it was Christmas morning, and he didn't want to disappoint the kids. So he just, you know, set his dead wife up on the couch to make it look like, I guess, she was still asleep or something. But she was there for Christmas. You know, he had his heart in the right place. He didn't want to ruin the kids' Christmas. That is so fucked up. Um, My natural instinct is like, okay, so it very well could be somewhere in California. I'm thinking Fresno or Bakersfield, of course, the shit places. Um but Jesus, what a thing to do. Like, uh, there's other ways to let, like, you don't have to weekend at Bernie's it with your <laughs> wife, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was convicted of murder, so he did it. Not only did he murder this woman, but then he propped her up for the kids. Well, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, he, he, he didn't want to ruin the kids' Christmas. Like, hopefully they knocked a couple years off his sentence for that. But he murdered her one. He fed her the murds. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I want to say Florida, but we're doing California. Yeah, hey, fucking, uh, you fucking hit the hat trick this week. Three for three. What's up? I didn't even cheat. I was ready to cheat, but I forgot to cheat. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the first one was pretty easy. Uh, I mean, yeah, there was enough clues there for you to pick out each one. And uh, well, not the California one. So what happened with that? With this? Where was it? Number one. Good old Orange County, California. No shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. At least he had her propped up next to like a, a lemon tree or something, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, it apparently happened a few years ago, too. It was like back in 2011, I think. I don't know why the fuck it took so long to... Uh, He's just getting charged for it now? I guess. I Yeah, who knows what fucking happened with uh, with all this. But, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, the kids were super young at the time. It says daughter's like 17 now. But, uh, yeah, they got into an argument after drinking, which there's another reason not to be fucking married. <laughs> or, and, uh, or drink too much. Uh, or, or not to be married. Uh no problem has ever resulted from somebody drinking too much ever. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What was your advice about not getting married earlier? Well, why throw? It's like, I know you're over everything in your life, but why? Like, there's no need to get married now. Well, Just to, that's your generic advice to people. But, but what is your marriage advice, Brandon? OK, so I well, I said, you know, like, especially, you know, for for someone like myself, I'm in my mid 30s, right? Yes, my best years are behind me, but just because the years ahead of me aren't the best, why would I want to make them even more shit by ruining my life by getting married? I don't know, Brandon. Maybe you'll find someone that uh, shares your passions in life and, 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 and gives you the ultimate companionship, and you just want to spend every day in, with them. I don't know, Brandon. Maybe you should try it out sometime. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not against like you know being with a married woman. I just don't be married to her. <laughs> oh, God. So anyways, the Orange County man was married to this woman and he he gave her the murds. Yep. Propped him up for the kids. That is so fucked up. Imagine being that kid. So there, I guess, like you're saying, this happened a while ago and the the one is 17 now. She knows what the fuck is going on. She's probably testifying in it. Probably at this point. Yeah. If it happened in 2011. Oh, yeah. She's 17 now. She was she'd be able to like remember it and be like, oh, what's up? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a mom it's a, ruined Christmas by getting drunk again or whatever the hell. Typical women. 
uh you know and uh that should be in the next true crime doc you know <laughs> what i mean because everything's true crime now i'm all for it to be honest like i'm i'm one of those people that is fascinated by uh, true crime is the nice way of saying fucked up shit yeah i'm into fucked up shit i, I hate to say and, and millennials out there if you were into that shit when when you were in high school like i was you got a lot of weird comments from your teachers being like why are you reading that serial killer book why is every book report about serial killers? What's wrong with you? Why are you always setting fires in the bathroom? Why are you pissing your pants? Out? No, I'm just kidding. But but true crime has it's sort of a fad right now. Every streaming site has a million fucking true crime. You name it. There's there's so many different things. And I'm all for it, baby. I love it. Well, yeah, if you can fucking find a streaming service that isn't fucked up in some way or another now. Holy shit, dude. Like, so... Like last weekend, uh, it was supposed to be WrestleMania, right? The biggest fucking weekend of the year. <laughs> the stupidest dumb shit. Yeah, well, you, you want to hear something that's really fucking stupid? So, at least on NBC's part. So, they paid Vince McMahon a billion dollars for the rights to the WWE Network for pay-per-views, back catalog and shit what? for the next five years. They're giving Vince McMahon $200 million a year for the next five years in order for the rights to stream it. So their big marquee event to kick things off is going to be WrestleMania this year. And it was a shit show. Besides the fact there was like rain delays and shit at the actual event, like people couldn't even like get on the event. It was buffering like fucking crazy. It was super choppy. There were audio issues. Some people couldn't even log on and see the event at all. They would just get that spinning circle of death the Wait, entire time. Wait, what was this time. on Peacock? The Peacock Network. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. Like I, I was just watching a John Wayne Gacy, one of the rare interviews he actually did, and they caught it all on camera. I was watching that trying to masturbate, and it kept freezing up and buffering, <laughs> like, and, and like the circle of death. You know, like that's. <laughs> You too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is it is pretty choppy. It is pretty shit. And, you know, it's free. I'll give it that. It's free with ads, of course, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a... I don't know. Streaming sites are... I don't know how they, they, they make... So, like, the Netflix model is like... By the way, they've never technically turned a profit. Because every single year they invest a hundred percent of it back into the own, back into their own company, so whether it's and it's all original programming, that's what they're obsessed with. Yeah, because it's it's like um, you know in business they say I learned this from the office, it's ten times more expensive to replace a customer than to, to than to keep one. So the trick with these streaming services, they have to keep people paying that even if it's eight, nine, ten dollars, whatever. They have to keep them paying that every month, and it's 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 hard to do now that every single streaming, every single network has their own streaming site, which is funny because now we're now we're devolving back to the cable days, when when cable was around, um, the big evolution was you could pick different packages, like you can have uh, a series of these channels, a series of those channels, whatever. Right. Now, with every site having their own streaming service, and you gotta subscribe to. Guess what? You're back to you're back to cable. Yeah, where you're paying fucking two hundred dollars a month yeah. for everything that you want to see, even though that one streaming service might only have like one show that you want on it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it, it's it's it seems to be technology as a whole. It's not just streaming services like video games, for example. Like it used to be, if you put out Super Mario Brothers in like 
you couldn't fucking jump or if you couldn't jump high enough and you went into the fucking hole every time. Oh, that caused rage, dude. That caused, That's how serial killers are formed. Dude. Right. Like, you know, Super Mario Brothers turned out to be a good game, but there was a lot of shit ones, usually like comic book and movie adaptations. But right, anything licensed, they didn't give a shit. They it, just rushed yeah, out. exactly. And then some so original it it shit. Yeah. And some original stuff. Yeah. But like you, you look at now you're paying sixty dollars for a game now where like cyberpunk 2077 came out that was a game for years years and years in development it was going to be the greatest fucking thing since uh sliced bread comes out and then it was the dumbest fucking glitches like faces where there were no features at all it was just these blurred out like models and shit right they rushed production of it yeah and Um, and that's why you'll you'll, like the last of us Two. i waited for that game forever because they kept delaying it delaying it but i understand they can't release it until it's perfect. Yeah, well, Back certain in those games. days, in like the Super Nintendo day, games, uh, you you released it or you didn't, and that once it was out, that was it. Like you were saying. Oh yeah. Because uh, now they could just patch it, they could whatever. But with Cyberpunk, uh, I, I I didn't play that one. That's not really my thing. But I got a bro. We do, Jarrett. Shout out to that guy. Haven't seen him in a while, like four days. Uh, but he <laughs> he downloaded that game or bought it, and it it, it it sucked ass, and he abandoned it. Fuck it. Because they were rushing that shit. The only reason they, they didn't delay the release is because they wanted to get ahead of the of the PS5. You know, they wanted it out before that came out, I, or at least coincide with it, you know? Yeah. So they rushed it instead of just waiting, like The Last of Us 2. By the time it finally fucking came out, it was probably like a year after when we were all expecting it, you know? Yeah, well, and, and that's fucking problem, though, is like, the, yeah, we can be lazy pieces of shit about it, and God forbid that we actually put out a decent product that people can play from fucking day one. They don't give a fuck. It's not that they don't give a fuck. It's that it's that the problem with any production company, whether it's video games, music, movies, like people love talking about projects. the The second that they're the second that they're they decide to make it, so it doesn't matter what it is. Um, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, they've been announced. They announced their albums years in advance, and uh, movies, you name it. That's all a marketing ploy, but also it sets up pressure for them to to rush it and finish it before it's actually finished. Like this fucking movie I'm writing, a kids movie. <laughs> it's a little overdue. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna make it under budget. What's up? And yeah, it's so overdue that like it probably won't get made. But whatever, I've made so many revisions to it where the budget, like, because the, the original draft, it, it, way over budget. So you keep changing it, you keep changing it, you keep changing it. Eventually, you'll get it right. It comes out when it comes out. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, it fucking should be. Like, that I, That would be the standard. But uh, th- I, they only give as much of a shit as uh, it relates to their bottom line. That's that's what it comes down to. If it's not going to if people don't give a shit and they're still going to pay for the game by the DLC, all that bullshit, then they'll fucking do it. Um, but, you know, it's still fucking lazy in my eyes. Right. Yeah. And I get that. I'm just saying. If you're out there and you work in the I mean, everybody I know works in movies or TV, whatever. Uh, don't rush shit. Make it good. I want something to masturbate to. Yeah, or fuck to, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Well, because ultimately, that's what everything is. In today's world, it's all about fucking. Fucking is sucking. Um, 
you can't the old Netflix and chill, right? Exactly. That's the whole point of Netflix. It's like, come over. There's all this cool shit on Netflix we can watch for five minutes. And, yeah, and really, there's only ten percent of it's worthwhile. The rest of it's garbage. But but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you're there. It's to a, fuck. There's lots of choices to put on while we take our clothes off. You know, and 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 that's that's what it comes down to. Dave, I don't think we should be telling people about our sex lives. Stop saying that shit. Why do you always tell everyone we're gay? Everyone thinks we're gay because you keep telling them we are, and it's not funny. Dave, I have a feeling it's if I... It's homophobic, if nothing. I have a feeling if I didn't say that for the next year, people are going to assume it anyways. What? What? No one thinks that... Like I was talking about, like I'm too, I'm too schluppy for people to think I'm gay. Well, yeah, why would fucking schlep Like, maybe prison gay, you know? Everyone is kind of gay in prison. That's fine. Not that I've been in prison, but I don't know what's going to happen in there. <laughs> not, and not I, even, I'm very adaptable, not, dude. I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying, like, eh, deserted island type shit. Mm, see what happens. Well, you, you know, I guess depending on the situation you end up in life, but, like, I don't know, man. Uh, that, that seems like it would be easier than, like, trying to meet somebody or date nowadays it seems like everything is just fucking i don't know everything's tense like you got to watch what you're doing and and like what you say at all times it's like 2020 eyes and i'm not saying that like hey let's go back to the good old days when you could walk up and uh you know grab some skirt right by your tush you know and say what's up uh, babe some let's what? get some it, uh, you, you definitely know. can't say that anymore uh yeah i know god damn it i mean Thankfully, we can't say stuff like that anymore. I'm glad <laughs> I'm progressive, but uh, it just seems like it's too far now. Like if you're walking down the street, man, and you happen to catch somebody even out of the corner of your eye that obviously, you know, your eye caught something that, you know, uh, and, you know, you take a quick glance, you know, sometimes you get the dirtiest fucking look like you're. Yeah. completely objectifying their Dude, you I'm are. not talking you literally are no I'm not yeah but how the fuck do like people meet anyways like unless you're a telepath you're not gonna Arranged have a metal- marriages dude yeah <laughs> well god damn it let's ever uh everybody move to India then I guess or like let's just adopt that here I mean very low divorce rate no what, what you're saying is like you're describing two different things. You're, you're, you're sort of saying like, oh, nobody can even look at a girl anymore. And, and it's so bad. Um, and also you're getting dirty looks. You're getting the dirty look because that girl knows you're fucking looking at her like a cartoon wolf with your eyes popping out and your fucking tongue hanging down to the sidewalk. I'm, I'm just if you weren't doing that, you wouldn't get the dirty look. But I'm just talking Be like a, a quick glance. I'm not <laughs> like I'm not talking sunglasses. about slobbering all over, you know, Wear but sunglasses, like a quick, dude. Keep can- your head straight and eyes shifted, you know. The uh, eyes can look wherever they want. You so you're not. You're, so you're telling me uh, you, you're telling me there's not like a quick window. Like, all right, you know, quick look, turn your eyes back. Like, you can't even do that. That that is too much. If you're telling me that's too fucking much, yeah. Because what like, the fuck, feminist Dave over here? No, it's why do you got to do that in the first place? Like, wh- what you you live you have a device in your pocket that could deliver you infinite glances at people that are willing to be glanced at like people walking on the street don't want to feel like they're subjected to fucking glances from brandon all right well what if, if they're walking down do the that, street like wearing mini skirts and yeah their tits doesn't hanging matter. out doesn't Bullshit. matter it's hot outside uh you know like when i wear my jorts yeah. i don't want i don't want to be ogled at you know like well, i said shit, I'm, only, I'm only like disgustingly <laughs> obese <laughs> from the waist 
to my shoulders and then again from the chin to my eyes. Everything <laughs> below the waist, fucking looking good, baby. And so I'm you're so tired of women gawking at me. <laughs> so yeah, you're from the telling, waist down. You're telling me if some like American fucking Philly thoroughbreds walking down the street and she happens to get a gaze full of your poutine package that you're just gonna be, oh my god, I'm offended. Get away from me, devil woman. I am a man. I am more than just your sex object. I'm not object. offended. I'm just sick of it always happening. You know what I mean? Not from behind. No one likes my butt. I don't. Have, I have a Hank Hill ass. But I am so <laughs> sick of women objectifying me that I understand. No, I'm kidding. Like, women don't objectify me. I don't feel objected. But imagine being that person, a, a person who has to dress for the environment, you know, and you're talking about, like, oh, mini skirts, whatever, tits hanging out. Um Come on, man. Some some of these broads are dressing for the attention. Like it's one thing to wear shorts sure. when it's hot out. I wear shorts when it's hot out. Sure, I wear short sleeve shirts. They're not the ones complaining. They're not the ones complaining, are they, Brandon? In your experience, the ugh, gross whatever looks you're describing. Well, I'm not saying come from somebody that is, as you just said, clearly looking for attention. I, I'm not saying like those are necessarily the ones complaining. Usually, the ones are complaining. Circling back to my uh, Twitter foray uh, mm. uh, the other day. Those those are the ones who are fucking uh, complaining, and I think deep down seated inside, it's because they're not the ones being ogled. Yeah, that's not uh, that that view has been expressed by none other than the late George Carlin. I'm I, I'm not even going to paraphrase the joke. Oh, I, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But one you wouldn't even want to fuck in the first place. Right. <laughs> well, we'll just go with that. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he'd never get away with that now. I'm not, not that it matters. I'm just saying, like, yeah, there. If people don't want to be objectified, they don't want to be objectified, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but, but it, was, it yeah. is weird when they speak on behalf of other people. I don't know. It's a case by case basis. And look, is it okay to look? Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Just don't be a weirdo. Don't be a creep. Don't make someone uncomfortable. And it doesn't matter what they're wearing. Don't be weird about it, and you'll be fine. That's what I think. But what do I know? Well, I'm just saying, like, had I not been spotted in the bushes the other day, then it wouldn't <laughs> have been a deal. It's their own fault for fucking that up, really. It's awkward as shit. I can't imagine what it's like to be a woman and have men be all creepy and crazy about it. Um, th when I was in Winnipeg, we had a, a friend of a friend come out with us after he was he was a little bit older. You know, he, he had a divorce. I might have said this on the podcast, right? I don't know. But we were all uh, in the parking lot behind the cavern in Winnipeg, which is like this huge parking lot. Uh, and there's a back alley kind of cutting through it. And it's a creepy ass fucking back alley. It's an Osborne village in Winnipeg, not the best area. And <laughs> every time some girls would be, walk, you know, it's Friday night, girls in skirts are walking by. This fucking guy would would howl like a fucking cartoon wolf. And it was embarrassing. But I have the benefit of being embarrassed. I, imagine how bad these girls feel, how weird they feel, because they were walking faster. Like he would he would howl at all these girls and they would just start walking faster. And I'm just like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, it's not, a, not because like, oh, I'm this white knight, but just because it's fucking embarrassing. What do you think? Like, if you're the type of guy to howl at a woman and I don't mean like look at a woman out of the corner of your eye or whatever glance walk. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guys that actually cat call. What do you think is going to happen? When in the history of civilization has someone cat called a woman and then she just fucking drops trow and then 
you, you don't catch a life-threatening STD after that. When is it? When has that ever happened? I mean, in, po- in porn. Nah, dude, in porn, they don't even do that. In porn, the woman makes the move, and the guy's like, fuck yeah, all right. <laughs> that, and even that, that hardly ever happens, but at the same time, if someone makes a move and you reciprocate it, off you go. We fucking, and that's fine. Oh, God, speaking of porn, do you know what that reminds me of, buddy? So you're a little uh, too excited about this. I, 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 I am because like I, I it's it's nostalgia for me. So uh, we've, we've been talking a little bit about the recall election. That's going to be uh, at least the uh, the vote. Have to do that's the nostalgia porn. Hold, oh, I'm getting there. OK, so back at, uh, when we had the recall election 2003 in uh, here in California, there was like 135 candidates, one of whom was uh, porn star Mary Carey. And she was like 23 years old. Jesus. So what's her platform now? She's like, now I'm into MILF porn. Oh, God, check this out, man. So she did an interview the other day in this uh, fucking gold. Yeah. Yeah. She's more mature. She's 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 wise. She's, uh, uh, you know, she's uh, a candidate that I'm strongly going to be uh, following for sure. Are you going to vote for her? Uh, well, we'll see, uh, depending on, uh, what positions, uh, she, uh, holds, oh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, uh, so, uh, she announced her candidacy. So it's official now that she is going to actually run, but the, uh, uh, the best part of it was her platform or her slogan, I guess, uh, is it, uh, Last time I was young, dumb, and full of fun, Carrie, 40, said in an interview Monday afternoon, and this time I'm more experienced and I'm not going to take this position lying down. I'm ready to be on top. So yeah, Milford. That is fucking fantastic, dude. And then follows it up with- Well, too on the nose. Like, it's funny. It's a publicity thing, I think. Oh, it's yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I, you know, hey, you know, uh, let, let's hear what she has to say. But uh, so uh, she actually finished 10th place in uh, 2003 out of 135, which, uh, you know, I'm sure that's the last time she finished that low ever in the history of her life. But, <laughs> 10th place isn't that bad at all. I mean, I finished 10th place out of uh, 10 comedians at the last battle I was in. Right. So which isn't that bad at all. And uh, the the best part is, like, she's already got her fucking campaign slogan. Are you ready for this shit? Yeah. Finally, a politician you want to be screwed by. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, a little too on the nose. It, it is. Or it's between fantastic. the eyes but, on the forehead. But I've seen her, man. Like, she's 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 right up my alley, and I'd like to be right up hers. Like, Ugh. that that MILF zone, man, she's like... She's looking good, dude. But uh, What does that have to do with politics, though? Like, yeah, it's all well and good, and it's funny. But, like, is she running for real, or is she running, like, the way that you're probably going to run, where it's, it's like, a funny thing to do? Well, I, well, see, I mean, that's the thing. So she says, like, I'm, I'm taking it serious this time. I don't blame her for playing off her background because, like, you know, she's kind of reintroducing, like, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I did last time. Now, if, like, after all this, she, like, comes back with policy issue and shit like that, cool, man. Like, fucking blow my mind in a completely different way with, like, your environmental policy or how you're going to, you know, help California recover from uh, uh, Kim Jong Newsom's handling of the pandemic. Shit like that. Um, but, you know, it, at the same time, like, she's always going to have that albatross of being 
Mary Carey, former porn star, the star of such films as Dirty Angels, Welcome to Los Angeles, and The Big Bust Theory. So, yeah, so there's Those always the good old days when they had puns in porn names. You know? uh, it was yeah, it was fantastic. It was a better time. It was a simpler time. You know, they just um, they hired like young young people would would come up with these names, and then they would they would re so like production companies for porn, they would. Uh, I know this is not exactly related, but like when it comes to naming things, so yeah. they would shoot a whole bunch of porn in a studio, whatever, and then they would redistribute like they would have like the nurses one and the the whatever the grippers behind walmart one and (laughs) they would repackage them as new movies even though those scenes have been in other shit and then they'll have like some 20 year old sitting at a desk fucking typing out names for shit (laughs) like that's how that's how shit operated back in the 90s 2000s you know yeah, it was a simpler process. Shit was easy. Uh, everybody was happy at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could almost call it a happy ending. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I got a friend in porn, and it's a. I'm not gonna say his name. He's a, he's a dude who who didn't really make it. Sure, he's, he's like not he a John Holmes or Ron his... Jeremy or a oh, sure Peter North or. Absolutely, he is. But well, oh, okay. Uh, sorry, yes, in terms of performance, he is, but not uh, name recognition. No. Uh, but he was trying to get in, and then he wouldn't. They wouldn't take him, whatever. And this is why I'm not saying his name, because I don't want to make it sound like he's a reject. Um, but then he started making his own. And through these, like, like Pornhub is is basically a, a social media platform. Like, you can upload your own shit, monetize it the way you can on YouTube, and make a fuck ton of money and get famous. And this dude... Yeah, TikTok a fucking... TikTok a fucking... And this dude did all that, and guess what? Now he's nominated for all the adult video nominations or, or awards. A V A or yeah, the A V N, the A V N. And he and he's he's cleaning up on the nominations, and he's started from nothing. See, to me, that doesn't make him sound like a reject. That makes him sound like even more impressive because, you know, like some of the other names, like Ron Jeremy or whatever. I. You know, they they probably knew somebody or whatever. They mm-hmm. hadn't in. This dude, like, built his empire from the ground up. He, like, proved his fucking worth and, like, let everybody know, I belong here, motherfucker. That's impressive. Exactly. And, uh, it, it, like, that happens in comedy, too. Comedy and porn is very similar. Uh, so, Andrew Schultz, a prime example of that. When he was when he was starting out, um, he, he, he said, I will deliver... He, he sort of uh, utilized the internet better than any comedian ever. And he's our age. You know, he's a relatively young guy. Um, would, would create viral clips, but consistently. He was constantly delivering funny content. And then he had his show, uh, like his YouTube show. And this guy forged his way into comedy by saying, okay, so if I'm not going to be, you know, headlining with everybody else, I'll just do it my way. That's fine. And he did it. And they had him on Fighter and the Kid. Like, this is just a couple of years ago. He was on there saying, this is the future. This is how you do it is uh, be consistent and be absolutely hilarious. And he was. And now he's got uh, the Netflix show. Dude, and that's dude. That's what we're fucking doing right now, man. People are going to know who the fuck we are in a couple of years. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I mean, they already kind of know who I am a little bit because I'm hilarious and I've been around a long time but you yeah I'm going to fucking dump truck my way right through that goddamn wall man Yeah you're a little too dump trucky but uh you know what there's always an audience for everything and we live in a world where um 
Whenever the like, so the the fad right now is is woke culture. Yeah, which is ruining it for people that are that like myself. I am very left when it comes to policy, political policy, far left. You could even say, but when it comes to social issues, I'm like, mm. when it, when it comes to like uh, individual rights, I'm all for very far left. As far as you know, the gays and the trans, give them whatever they want. I don't give a shit. It makes no difference to me. Let's celebrate them. That's cool. But when it comes to freedom of speech, I'm kind of in the in a weird spot where it's like, I always compare it to when I was first starting out in comedy. There was this, I'm not going to call him a skinhead, but he had the shaved head and the Doc Martens and he went up on stage dropping the N-bomb every chance he got. And he was it, just reading jokes that you hear uh, like from racist people at the bar. They're not even original jokes. He had flat and, feet is uh, what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and on one hand, like, yes, that's terrible. It's, it's bad. But at the same time, the audience will dictate his future, which is he doesn't have one. So it doesn't like you can get mad at someone for being shitty but at the same time there's real shit there's real policy we should be pointing our pitchforks at rather than someone making a shitty joke and and that being the extreme example he's a nobody you know and it doesn't it does obviously like he never came out of winnipeg so whatever but whenever somebody makes a a distasteful joke and then 10 years later they come back and they're like whoa what the fuck and I keep telling these comedians, stop, t- stop <laughs> encouraging people to look at your old tweets. Yeah. Uh, because I know how to find old tweets, and I do, and I send them the tweet. Well, and you guarantee those fucks do because they have nothing better to do with their fucking lives. Than people do that, that. yeah. But yeah, the, but, the, but, the, the fucking go- <laughs> circling back to the Twitter thing I had, uh, you know, uh, recently, like that's that's a fucking crowd that's doing that shit because. Mm-hmm. I can't make my life better, and I can't make myself more important, so I'm going to pull you the fuck down because fuck you. And like you were saying, half of them identify as comedians and other things, whatever, but one one form of identity we have right now is comedian. Cool. All right. I guess we're all comedians now, which is fine. I'm not an elitist that way. I think everybody should try stand-up comedy. And yeah, as soon as you go on stage, sure, you're a comedian, but- if you're a comedian and you're and you're pulling up old tweets and and trying to expose someone making their living that way, you're not a comedian. You're an asshole. You just go to open mics and you say woke shit hoping for like applause from other people saying the same garbage you are and not actually trying to be funny. So yeah. stand up, so it's not even stamp comedy. It's stand up uh, regurgitation of political points. Dude, it's it's a fucking program by the Russians from the 1930s, and they sent people forward in time to take down America from within. These people are Russian agents. It's Russian interference. That's how the fucking Democrats are going to ruin this country. Uh, There are people that would believe that, but you know what? The Russians, the Cubans, the however far back you want to go. By the way, I don't drive for Lyft or anything. (laughs) <laughs> no because you know you had your dui <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry buddy um but no you don't want to drive for lift anyway and because you get fired for any stupid reason but what i'm saying is foreign countries don't need to worry about ruining our shit because we'll just ruin it ourselves for each other and that was kind of the whole 
thing with the Russian interference in 2016 was they were going to create division from within, and it was successful. Because before that, were people really at each other's throat? Was there really this much of the are, whose side are you on type of shit? You know, it was before it was there were people like us. Oh, it, it was fucking bubbling for sure. Absolutely. Right. But what I'm saying is like there was a there was a specific moment. There was a solar flare that went off in like 2016 and everybody picked one side or the other. And we hated the people on the other side. Like oh, the God, majority no, it, of people took that stance. It, it was way before that. Like you could argue that that Trump coming around like really like pushed the wedge in. But it, at the end of the day, like it, it's up to the individual to not be a complete fucking shithead to their fucking neighbor. Look, look how much we disagree on certain things. We've been able to sit down and talk. You could argue that like we're immune to any, you know, outside interference, but um, anybody who I have found who isn't a complete fucking dipshit and is willing to listen to you for 10 fucking seconds, uh, we'll sit down and have a conversation with you. Anybody who wants to get upset and wants something to be pissed off about, they're the ones who are going to be influenced by anything that is going to just reinforce our position that people who disagree with me are shitheads. Okay, but like that 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 proves my point. Like that was my point is that that's how people were before, and then I'm I'm putting a pinpoint in 2016 when both you know Russian interference and and they they did that through social media, and there was that documentary, the social dilemma that showed you exactly how social media uh, confirms your own bias and everything. And they, sh they only show you the idiots on the other side, and that's how you paint the entire team. And, and, and Trump, being who he is, sort of painted all conservatives as that, even though I feel like the majority of conservatives would say, I don't like Trump, but I like this one thing or this other thing. And, and they'll say, I don't like this. I don't like his social policies. I don't like his immigrant, whatever it is. But they don't want a Democrat in. Right. But the thing with that is that wasn't fucking Russia. That was Mark Zuckerberg. That was Jack Dorsey. Those were the leader the Americans uh, who were the heads of American companies that were pushing that narrative. And you can argue that the Russians, they, they paid a fucking pittance to get their their shit on Facebook. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it was Facebook and Twitter who used their algorithms to show you shit that you wanted to see. Sure. So even if the Russians didn't even spend and they didn't, like I said, they spent a fucking pittance to do it. But that's how many people they reached. 120 million. And I'm not saying that every single person believed all that shit. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, they they only dropped. What what was it? hundred and. Yeah, spent like a hundred hundred thousand on like Facebook and uh, I don't know, but it's it, actually pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap to to reach that 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 kind of audience. But the point is, like, it was pushing disinformation that a lot of people believed. The majority of people didn't. The majority of people don't think Pizzagate's a real thing. The majority of people don't think Hillary Clinton is operating a pedophile ring outside of a pizza place. In right, that's not. A, but that was the narrative they were pushing. Is, is batshit crazy conspiracy theories like that. And it kind of was the tipping point because it really did come down to the wire. It wasn't like, yeah, and like Trump says he won by a landslide, but he also lost the popular vote. Yeah, like he, it could have went either way. He, he needed to win those states. He he did, but it never came down to Russian interference because two things. One, like even though 
Russia paid for those ads. Again, it was Facebook and Twitter that decided to push that content to the audience that they knew it would resonate with it. I More agree, but I'm for advertising. I, well, that's only part of it. But then the other part of it was Hillary Clinton didn't fucking do what she needed to do. She didn't go to Wisconsin because she assumed, hey, that's part of the the, the blue belt. The uh, you know the, we we own that. Wisconsin isn't going for Trump. Well, she was fucking wrong. I I agree, but I'm also saying that like the amount of people they reached with this batshit crazy did have an influence. Sure, and it's, it's it, going to have some. Have, absolutely, yeah. And I, it, it because it was so close. If that didn't have, there's no way to know either way. There's no way. There's no way I could sit here and say. Russia won the election, and there's no way you can sit there and say that it didn't affect the election, the the election results, the final results. There's no way either one of us could say that. Oh, I'll abso- I'll absolutely say it. she was she I, she was one of the most hated candidates. She didn't go to where she actually needed to campaign to get votes. She lost out on usually uh, stronghold uh, demographics for the Democrats. Like the black community, there was like 7000 less people that showed up in Milwaukee, black voters in Milwaukee to vote for Hillary Clinton, despite the fact that Obama had campaigned for the Democrats, you know, gone into these areas because they felt disenfranchised after Obama's presidency. A lot of people did. There, All right. Th- there's like other mitigating factors besides like the, the Russian, you know, if you're going to tell me that an entire country. A foreign country brought down the United States with a hundred thousand dollars worth of ads that were broadcast over the course of a couple of years. Some of which were after the election was even over. No, I said I'm not going to say that, and and there's no way to say it didn't have an effect either. Right. But what yeah. I will say is that it's 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 outside disinformation is what put Trump in the office. I believe. Well, I mean, Trump himself, like how how much bullshit came out of his own mouth. Uh, and, and yeah, like he used a lot of fear mongering and a lot of scare tactics and shit. I'll, I'll, I'll admit to that. 100%. Right. No different than any other politician. Uh, right. Yeah. But like he, but again, like Trump knew where, where he knew the Democrat, uh, graphics to go after. He knew exactly where that that's so, yeah, like there's not one factor. That's the thing. So like, I I'm with you a hundred percent that it wasn't just like, you can point to one thing and say, that's the reason that the election switched, uh, my point is that it shouldn't be possible for someone to spend any amount of money to reach 125 million American voters with blatant disinformation. And mind you, I'll, this was before the whole fake news thing, because I used to do satire articles back yeah. in the day, and I made a and they shit were, ton of money from and that. And they were fucking good, too. And, but they were funny yes. and, and, and stupid. But I was labeled as fake news during the time when people didn't understand that, like, Fake news doesn't mean satire. Fake news is disinformation. Yeah, absolutely. And I wasn't presented as a legitimate news source. Yeah, Yeah, I I get that. Um, At the end of the day, it's uh, more of uh, Mark Zuckerberg being a complete piece of shit. Sure. Because even without the Russians there, he would have pushed American fake disinformation. Sure. Not fake disinformation, but disinformation pages (laughs) because it meant more money for Facebook. Their bottom line, they could push advertisers, get people to click on shit that's going to make Facebook money. At the end of the day, they sold out the American people and our elections process as flawed as it fucking is for their own fucking pocketbook. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with that. That is a that is a fact. 
And I'm just illustrating one of the ways that happened. And at least one of the most blatant anti-American ways is taking money from a foreign government and to, to spread disinformation during an election. At least Twitter, at the very least, uh, and we're, we're wrapping up here real quick, but at least Twitter said, okay, no more of that shit. With political ads, they all have to be reviewed. And then I think Facebook followed up with something eh, similar. But uh, but if you ran for governor, I could very well take out an ad on Facebook and say Brandon Collins punched three baby uh, Chinese chow chow puppies in the face. And there's hmm. Brandon running for governor, you say. Hmm. I'm saying, should it happen? Should it happen? Hmm. What do we need? 7,000 signatures? Yeah, something like that. Uh, just stay tuned out there in Radio Land. <laughs> All right. So we'll wrap this shit up. Brandon, where do you find us online? All right. Well, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at El Oso Blanco 69, 69Numeric. Uh, at Dave Weasel on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at Valley Boys Pod on uh, Twitter and at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. All right. We are the Valley Boys. Ugh. We're coming at you live at the time. Brandon, say goodnight. Fuck you, Dave. All right.